Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today there's some pretty big news because it was the launch of a new group uh, led by pilots uh, that wants to identify and uh, UAP and, and try to help remove the stigmatization that uh, has revolved around them for a long time. Uh, basically, this new uh, organization, it's called the Americans for Safe Aerospace. It's a nonprofit group, and it's led by military uh, pilots. And uh, according to its mission, I'll leave the I'll leave the website so you can check it out. Uh, according to its mission statement, it says that uh, it's an organization dedicated to aerospace safety and national security, with a focus on unidentified anomalous phenomena. A uh, ASA, which is the short for it, was founded by Ryan Graves. Of course, we all know Ryan Graves, a former Lieutenant U U.S. Navy FA-18 pilot who was the first active duty pilot to come forward to Congress about UAP. Identifying domain awareness gaps is critical to U.S. national security. If UAP are foreign assets, we must respond appropriately. If UAP continue to defy conventional expl explanation, we must invest in scientific research. ASA supports military and commercial pilots and aerospace workers impacted by UAP, scientists committed to investigating this mystery, and concerned citizens who believe Believe in transparent disclosure from our government. So here we have yet another organization, a nonprofit group this time, that's uh, very interested in UAP and trying to make the skies safer and trying to determine what these objects are when they do turn up. Of course, as we all know, Ryan Graves has talked about things that he has seen. He saw objects as a Navy pilot that uh, looked like uh, uh, spheres inside of cubes floating around, just flying at high speeds at ridiculous speeds that defy uh logic um and anyway there's a lot of big names that are, are part of this thing for instance uh <clears throat> the air crew leadership council there's uh, uh david fravor is one of the uh people on that council of course david fravor is famous as uh for being one of the tic tac witnesses back in 2004 uh, the advisory board has some big names on it too, including uh, Avi Loeb and Gary Nolan and Christopher Mellon, among others. But uh, so there's a lot of people involved in uh, the, who, who we all know of who are interested in UFOs, scientists, uh, former uh, DOD officials that are interested in uh, trying to identify what these objects are. So we all we're, it's, it's good to see that. And of course, the team, the executive director is Ryan Graves. Uh, so this is a really neat thing to see. There's an article. I'm going to get into that in a minute. But before we do, I just want to point out, like, as we all know, I mean, how many stories over the decades have we heard from commercial pilots, from airline pilots, pilots of small planes, pi military pilots, they, they come forward uh, and they tell their stories. And in some cases, some of them, you don't you find out that a lot of pilots over the decades never come forward because they're basically scared that they're going to lose their job. You know, sometimes they're they're threatened. I mean, how many times, how many different stories have there been where we, where we hear about uh, people being threatened? You know, like you, you like uh, there'll be a pilot, an airline pilot, for instance, uh, sees a UFO and, and and wants to report it or tries to report it. Next thing you know, uh, the guy finds himself in a in a in a small dark room with somebody, uh, 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 some ranking Pentagon official or some plain closed. Uh, government uh, agents or maybe even men in black right there's so many different cases on the record that with regard to these kinds of cases where these encounters where pilots are basically threatened or uh, threatened be, uh, that with their that they'll lose their jobs or they're basically scared they're, they're, they're so they can't say anything and they don't say anything that happens a lot a lot of pilots actually see ufos over the years and never say anything because they know they're all it's already ingrained in them it's basically something hey never do that 
Don't don't ever say I saw a UFO because you know you, you, you they'll deem you a crackpot. But anyway, they'll be they'll be brought before somebody, and then you'll you'll have some some tough guy talking to them in in, in some dark room somewhere, you know, saying stuff like, uh, "I understand you want to report a UFO, son. Well, uh, let me get right to the point. Uh, you never saw a UFO. There's no such thing as uh, flying saucers from outer space or little green men. Uh, it would be a shame uh, if you were to go blabbing to the press about your sighting, a sighting that never really happened, uh, because then we'd have to deem you a crackpot and take away your license. Uh, you'd be lucky to get a job scrubbing commodes at the local McDonald's. So I hope uh, I make myself clear here, son. Uh, I really hope you don't turn out to be some crackpot. Uh, are you catching my drift? Uh, or am I being obtuse? Uh, now get the hell out of here, you goddamn nut. So you, you hear stories like this all the time. So we know that people get threatened, you know, they, they're threatened that they'll lose their jobs or they'll be called a crackpot or whatever, and then they never say anything. So it's nice to see it, along with everything that else has been going on over, over the last several years, since actually six years now, since 2017. Uh, along with that, I mean, you have this now. You have a, a, a group of pilots that are stepping forward that are sick of it and, and you know, want to move this forward already we they want us to get us over the hump and face reality uh I, i'm certain that a lot of these people in this organization have already come to terms with the reality that it is extraterrestrials in a lot of cases that are behind the uh the controls of these uh, machines that they see out there uh there's no question in my mind about that but anyway here's a, a little article about this that uh, was on nbc news i want to go through this article here it says the headline reads as the United States government expands UFO investigations, a new group forms for pilots who spot them. And it says here, uh, the, the subhead says, airline passengers are encouraged to report suspicious activity, activity in the name of national security, but pilots have a harder time reporting UAP. And then the article, uh, which is written by Alex Seitz-Wald, says, the first active duty military pilot to come forward to Congress about his experience with so-called unexplained aerial phenomena. Well, it's actually... Uh, un, uh, unidentified anomalous phenomena the, nowadays is starting to starting a first of its kind nonprofit group to support other pilots who see things they can't explain. He said, "Airline passengers are encouraged to report suspicious activity in the name of national security, but pilots on those same planes often face professional stigma and institutional obstacles in reporting unexplained aerial, aerial phenomena or UAP." Again, they're. they're <laughs> It's not unexplained aerial phenomena, it's unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP, that could represent national security threats in the age of drones and spy balloons, advocates say. Well, let's just stop here for a second. Yeah, in the age of drones and spy balloons, they, uh, again, there was a time when, uh, you know, there were no drones floating around, like uh, 30 years ago, when people were, 40 years ago, where people were seeing these kind of things, right? It wasn't like today, right, with the, with the drones we have all over the place. Uh, so these things, it's again, it's almost like, you know, this is the thing I'm scared of. A lot of people in the UFO community are afraid of is that uh, history is getting erased on this and it's going to start somewhere in around 2004 and, and forward and all the other stuff from that happened before that never really happened. That's what it seems like it's happening. And of course, there's always been spy balloons floating around. So that's nothing new. But anyway, continuing here, it says, for instance, the Federal Aviation Administration has no mechanism for pilots to report UAP, the term preferred to UFOs, instead directing them to civilian UFO groups that are often dismissed as the domain of cranks and conspiracy theorists. 
Yeah, see, that's how it's been set up. I mean, the, the, the way this whole world has been set up ever since the 50s with the Robertson panel and the Air Force stigmatizing the whole thing, you know, we're still still trying to break free of that. I think we're getting better. I think definitely the stigmatization has, has been reduced over, over the past six years particularly. Uh, but regardless, there is still a concern. If you're... If you're <laughs> Uh, a pilot uh, flying uh, an airline, passenger airline, and you, 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 there's really no mechanism to go reporting UFOs, or there's nowhere after it's all said and done where you're supposed to, where you should should go and report it. And they don't want you to ever go to the press. That's because I'll tell you what, folks. Over the years, the reason that these people have get gotten threats, received threats from uh, over the years, is because. Uh, the military has, you know, they basically hold the power. Someone in the Pentagon, so some, that the secret control group, holds holds the strings on all this. And, and whenever somebody steps forward who's who has a position of authority, like an airline pilot, and he wants to talk about UFOs, well, then uh, so, somebody pushes uh, back at, at the FAA's, telling, "Hey, you better tell, you better get your butt, your guy in line there, or guess what? You, uh, uh, it's not going to be good for you or him." So that that's what's the kind of stuff that's been going on over the years. Because again, the reason that they've been covering this up for all these years, of course, obviously, uh, there's we we could speculate on these reasons, but the, but this is what they are. I mean, one of the reasons, of course, is because they want the time to reverse engineer it, so they want to pretend that it's not real during that during the the, the time needed to try to do that. And also because they, there's nothing that we they could do about it. How could you? You're a military, and and your your toys aren't nearly as good as the toys that these extraterrestrials have. Well, you don't want to tell the world that you want to pretend that you're that you you have that you're on top of this that you that there's nothing that could uh uh you know challenge you so that's the that's one of that's some of the reasons there but anyway and of course you know ufo groups i mean they are often dismissed don't you love that i mean in the a mainstream media newspaper article here saying ufo groups that are often dismissed as the domain of cranks and conspiracy theorists isn't that doesn't that make you sick anyway continuing here it says Americans for Safe Aerospace, which is officially launching Thursday, which is today, as the first pilot-led advocacy organization dedicated to UAP, seeks to change that. Co-founded and run by former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, the group, which provided exclusive details to NBC News, aims to better support aviators who witness unexplained events. The The group wants to push for policy changes like better reporting mechanisms, serve as a hub for pilot whistleblowers, and advocate for more disclosure by the military and other government agencies. Uh, this is that's great stuff from Ryan. I'm glad to see people like Ryan Graves. I mean, this guy is a hero right now in the UFO community. He's somebody that uh, who's doing all the right things uh, when it comes to this topic. Anyway, he has a direct quote here. He says, Unidentified objects in our airspace present an urgent and critical safety and national security issue, but pilots are not getting the support they need and the respect they deserve. When I served, my squadron was encountering UAP nearly every day and nothing was being done. <laughs> Let me just stop there. Of course nothing was being done because they can't do how, 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 We can't do anything, right? It's not his fault. But they, they would just pretend like the, his uh, superiors, oh, don't worry about it. I'm not there. Yeah. You know, because there's nothing they, we, there's, how, what can we do? I mean, what can you do against a civilization that could be a million, if not a billion years more advanced than we are? 
Anyway, continuing, it says here, five other former military aviators, in addition to a commercial pilot and flight instructor, have joined the group's aircrew council, and its advisory board includes prominent civilian researchers like Harvard astronomy astronomer Avi Loeb, politicos like Susan McHugh, the longtime chief of, chief of staff to the late Democratic leader Harry Reid, astronaut Terry Virts, the former commander of the International Space Station, and a former head of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, retired Navy Re Admiral Tim Gallaudet. Well, that there you go. There's some big names, pe people that were had uh, positions of power in their lives that are part of this. So see, we, we are. It is regardless of how much people like me complain and other people in the UFO community complain about disclosure. Things are happening. There are pre people pushing back. Like these people are. They, these people right now are, are heroes, as far as I'm concerned. They're, they're just saying, you know what? We're pushing forward on this. We don't care. Okay. These there's a, there's definitely a control group in the you know, that's sitting on this information, keeping a, uh, a secret from the public. But we're going to keep pushing through here, and we don't care what anybody says anymore. You know, take this. We're going to take the stigma away. And also by doing so, another thing that hopefully happens out of this is that nobody else, no pilot, should ever be concerned again about losing his or her job because they report ufos uh continuing with this article here it says uap are often conflated with aliens in the popular imagination but earthly mysteries may be more pressing uh from the undeclared drone attacks on moscow apartment buildings this week to the recent flight of a chinese spy balloon over sensitive u.s military installation installations which advocates say traditional u.s aerospace def defenses aren't calibrated to detect okay i i, I concede that uh yes there are are uh concerns with uh stuff drones from from moscow and chinese spy balloons okay that's a concern but there are things out there that are extraterrestrial nature i think that should be just as much of a concern because we have no idea what they're up to i mean let's be realistic here we don't know what they're doing here i mean we don't know for all we know they're trying to take over the world i mean who what do we really know I mean, what's more, what should be more concerning, a, a spy balloon from China or, or an extraterrestrial civilization that's trying to take over the whole planet and maybe get rid of the human beings? We don't know. What's more concerning? All right, con continuing here, it says, U.S. fighter jets shot down two other unidentified objects, which many people now suspect were hobbyist balloons over North American airspace in the days after the U.S. military knocked out the Chinese balloon but the confusion and lack of information about what's happening over the united states is dangerous for pilots and passengers graves and others say and here's another direct quote from uh, here's a direct quote from gallaudet it says here the establishment of americans for safe aerospace is long overdue as the chief meteorologist for the united states navy i dedicated my career to the safety of flight i have seen firsthand how uap have placed military pilots at risk and we need to better understand them to reduce risk uh and continuing here with the article, it says, Washington has begun to take UAP more seriously. The Defense Department and U.S. intelligence agencies have started releasing more information. And this week, NASA held the first public meeting of its new committee tasked with studying UAP, which said the stigma around reporting strange sightings has contributed to a lack of good data. Well, that's very true. But we, as we also remember uh, during that hearing or that meeting or whatever you want to call it, we also had the uh, boss of Arrow, uh, Sean Kirkpatrick make a statement that there's basically reverse stigmatization going on right now. Well, yes, because there's a lot of people out there who have brains in their heads, Sean. A lot of people out there have brains in their heads. And when we, when we hear government officials st stepping up in front of senators during a hearing and say that they have no evidence whatsoever of uh, extraterrestrials here, right, of non-human intelligent beings here, right, we know that you're lying. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. 
Uh, anyway, continuing here, David Spurgle, uh, one of the people from the, the Princeton uh, University astrophysicist who was chairs this NASA panel uh, said on Wednesday, one of our goals is, is in having NASA play a role is to remove stigma and get high quality data. Well, again, like I said, like I said during the NASA hearing, uh, NASA meeting. The good thing is is that NASA is actually holding a meeting, a public meeting about UFOs. That's that's great. That's definitely a step forward. Of course, uh, uh, to me, all of this is. We're, we're, it's all part of this. It seems like it's part of a slower disclosure. Uh, or again, some people have pointed out that we've seen this all kind of stuff, all uh, this kind of stuff before. But we never really had NASA holding a meeting on UFOs. That's that's something pretty new here. Uh, and they're going to have a base, and they're basically studying them. They're trying to figure out better ways to try to obtain data uh, from them and, and how to look at it and, and what, what the what to call from it. Uh, anyway, continuing here with this article, it says, Graves said that most pilots he knows either have seen something they can't explain or know someone who has, but that until recently, most would talk about it only in hushed tones and in private settings for fear of being mocked or jeopardizing their career growth. Most of the sightings are probably innocuous, Graves said, citing analyses that were able to explain away all but 2 to 5% of anomalous sightings, but that still represents dozens of, of sightings of potential new threats from China, Russia, or somewhere else. Uh, of course, let me just stop here again. I'm so sick of hearing China and Russia, and you know, it's there's things here from somewhere else. Why don't we focus on the somewhere else? I mean, let, let somebody else worry about the China and Russia stuff. Let somebody else talk about that. And when we're studying, how about we like, you know, I, I thought that that's what Arrow was supposed to be doing. Like, let's not talk about Chinese spy balloons and, and Russian drones. Let's, let's focus on the other stuff, right? The good stuff, the stuff that we know has been being hid from us for all these decades. Let's focus on that stuff, right? That's what the people want again but instead we get treated like a bunch of like we're a bunch of stupid idiots you know yesterday like it's it's almost like here 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 take this little you ever see those things that they give to a baby the pacifiers that's what they're doing they're trying to give us a pacifier to the, you know the, the the shiny object you know hey ch ch here's a little pacifier you dummy out there you dummies out there here's a little pacifier i want you to suck on this for a few hours and we'll, don't worry about ufos from outer space just worry about russia and chinese stuff coming in worry about that instead that's scarier all right, continuing here with this, it says, uh, and the rapid proliferation of drones of all shapes and sizes has compounded the problem. Uh, here's another uh, direct quote. This is from David uh, Redznowski, NASA's former chief financial officer and chief of staff, uh, who is on this group's, this new uh, ASA group's advisory board. As our airspace gets more congested and more critical to our daily lives, we need to have a better understanding of what is in our sky for the safety of our pilots and the general public. Of course, there's no question that drones could potentially pose hazards. I mean, they definitely could pose hazards. Uh, continuing here, it says, Graves said he all, he's already in conversation with pilots interested in going public with potentially important UAP sightings with multiple witnesses, and he said more is likely to be out there. It's pretty simple, he said. We should know what's up there over our heads. Yep, that is pretty simple, isn't it? A lot of us do have a pretty good idea what it is, though, don't we? We have a pretty good idea. We've been talking about this for a very long time now so we have a pretty good idea what's already out there uh anyway we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we are back. Uh, I just want to go over uh, some of the recent polls I had on Spotify. My, I always for every uh, episode, every podcast that I post on Spotify, I always include a poll anymore. And I want to go over some of the more recent ones. Uh, and uh, I guess we'll start with for the episode titled "Plans Detailing Methods to Study UAP Revealed by Harvard's Galileo Project." Uh, I asked the question, will the Galileo Project someday report definitive findings in favor of the extraterrestrial reality? Uh, 23 people, or 54.8%, said yes, while 19 people, or 45.2%, said no. So it was a pretty much even deal there. Uh, the yeses do have it. Uh, I, I, I guess, you know, I probably should have thrown an I don't know in there because I really don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's heads or tails. I mean, really, when you think about it. Uh, uh, I would probably, but I think if I were to vote, I probably, if I only have, was left with those two choices, I think I would probably say, say, well, boy, I don't know. See, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, you know what? Right now I'd say no. Maybe I'll change my mind tomorrow. Who knows? You know, cause you know why sometimes I do change my mind on these things. And then, uh, for the episode, Stephen Greer to reveal definitive evidence of black budget UFO operations, 
I asked this question, is the government and not extraterrestrials responsible for the alien abduction phenomenon? As a lot of us know out there, Stephen Greer uh, and his acolytes uh, proposed that uh, that's the government behind uh, alien abductions. And the aliens have nothing to do with that at all. And they're the good guys, which makes me wonder about all these people that have encountered aliens and have said that they were abducted. I mean, uh, apparently these were all government black ops operations, according to Stephen Greer. I don't believe that. That would mean that that little being that I saw in my bedroom when I was a kid that only had three fingers on its hand was some sort of a remote control robot that was obvious, apparently operated by some man, men in, man in black standing outside my house with a little remote, one of those little Tyco remote controls for remote control cars. So I don't believe that. But anyway, uh, a lot of my followers on Spotify don't believe that either because... Uh, only uh, 16 or 23.2% said yes, while 53 or 76.8% said no. Okay, so yeah, I, I, I don't I don't agree with that one at all. I don't see, I don't believe that, uh, I don't think that the government is responsible for alien abductions. I think aliens are responsible for alien abductions. Okay, that's where I stand on that one. Uh, and then the next one uh, was, I did a, a podcast called, and the title was Three Flying Saucers Surround Small Plane and Nearly Crash It. And now this was about an incident that happened in 1975 to uh, a pilot, uh, he was named Carlos Montiel, who was flying a single engine plane and he was suddenly found himself surrounded by three flying saucers. And after this incident happened, uh, he had some men in black encounters and he also had an encounter from some strange old man. And uh, uh, I, I thought it was a very interesting story. I think it's one of my favorite uh, favorite UFO stories out there. It's among the top 10 for sure. But I asked the question, who or what was the old man who visited Mexican pilot Carl, Carlos Antonio de los Santos Montiel after his incredible UFO encounter? Uh, and, I, and the biggest... Uh, uh, most people said interdimensional being, 10. 10 people said that, or 50%. Uh, then the next in line was extraterrestrial 30, which a, six people said it was extraterrestrial or 30%. Then next in line was a government agent, which two people voted for or 10%. And then a tie for the next two was just an old man, one or a guardian angel, one each, uh, 5% and zero for hallucination. Nobody thinks it was a hallucination. So that's it with that one so far. Now these things, these polls are still ongoing. So if you want to participate, you still can. Uh, there's still some time left. Um, and then the next poll was for the episode where I wrote uh, on Corbell Knapp body slam debunkers with new Mojave Triangle witness testimony. I asked this question: Who is your favorite personality in the UFO disclosure effort among the choices below? Uh, uh, now so far. Uh, I had seven different names here. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yep, seven different names here. The bottom of the list, surprisingly, is Lou Elizondo. Uh, out of the 56 who voted so far, there's 29 days uh, are left here yet. Lou Elizondo has received the, the least amount of votes so far, only four, which constitutes 7.1%. Then uh, next in line was Christopher Mellon. He received five votes, or 8.9%. Uh, then next in line was... Uh, Dr. Gary Nolan, he received six votes or 10.7%. Uh, next in line was uh, a tie actually between Jeremy Corbell and Stephen Greer. Each of them received eight votes or 14.3% each. Then next in line was filmmaker James Fox. He received nine votes 
or 16.1%. And top of the heap, George Knapp, 16 votes. He's dominating. He's completely dominating this poll. Everyone loves George Knapp. He's gotten 16 votes so far or 28.6%. So George Knapp is leading the pack right now. There are there is 29 more days to vote though, just so you know. So we'll we'll come back to this one. This is a I like this poll. This is an interesting one. Now there's certainly some names there that uh, I didn't, I, you're only allowed to have seven choices. There would have been a couple other names, but I ran out of, uh, spots. And then for the next one, uh, the next poll that I did was now just as just yesterday, I did two different polls yesterday, uh, NASA UAP meeting part one. And I actually put a warning in there. I hope everyone appreciates that. I wrote right out in the title warning. It's boring, right? Cause it was boring. Uh, and I did ask the question was regarding how about how boring it really was. Uh, I asked that question, how boring was NASA's UAP public meeting? And uh, the least uh, the least amount was uh, the, uh, the, the least choice, the, the, the bottom of the rung choice was horrifyingly b- boring, which received three votes or 11.5%. Next up was uh, rather, rather watch paint dry. That received four votes or 15.4%. Next in line was a tie between 10 on a scale from one to 10 and sleep inducing each of those received six votes or 23.1 percent each and finally uh the biggest uh, vote getter so far is turned it off seven people voted for that one so far 26.9 percent and then I, I actually split that up into two parts because they had a lunch break it was a four-hour event so I, I decided to split it up into two parts and the second uh podcast that i uploaded on that was nasa uap meeting part two or how many government employees does it take to say nothing and i asked the question about stigma and i said has the stigma associated with the ufo topic lessened since the leak of the pentagon uap videos in 2017 yes or no uh uh, 44 people so far have voted and 14 or 31.8 percent say no and 30 or 68.2% say yes. And I, I agree with the yeses on this one for sure. I think that yes, uh, yes, it's definitely, the stigma has changed. The, the the conversation is definitely different than it used to be. I mean, so of course, we still have debunkers and people call them UFO believers, crackpots and things like that, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't sting as much as, as it used to. So with all of that in mind, uh, we're still we're still way ahead here. We're, 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 we're getting better. It's definitely, the stigma is getting better. And believe me, uh, the stigma will reverse itself eventually because the at some point the people who don't accept this reality at some point they're going to be viewed upon just as we view flat earthers today i mean there are people still right now today believe it or not who actually believe the earth is flat uh i don't know how they i don't know how or why or what's the matter with these people but there are people out there who think that and at some day we'll be actually saying the same thing about people who don't believe that there are extra there's an extraterrestrial presence on earth we'll be saying look we've been looking at them and wow they're a bunch of crackpots aren't they those people who just can't accept it they're nuts anyway thank you for joining me until next time